0: Hello, awesome people. I hope you're having an awesome day. So today I'm here with two of my friends, Will and Skylar, and we'll be talking about um, sports and basketball in particular. So um, Skylar, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi,
1: I'm Skylar. Um, I play piano, and I also like playing basketball with my friends, and I also
0: eat a lot. Okay, Will.
2: Yeah, uh, hi. I'm Will, and I love playing basketball here.
0: Okay, so first of all, um, Skylar and I were both girls playing basketball, so we like to start this conversation with talking about, like, um, I guess gender inequality or how it's different for girls that play basketball and yeah, the challenges that you might face being a girl that's playing a uh, male-dominated sport. I feel like a lot of people have come to me and talked about <laughs> um, how
1: girls are less strong than boys. And sometimes in mixed basketball, they feel that they are not, uh, they can't perform as well uh, when they're playing with boys. So sometimes they also prefer um, playing girls basketball first.
0: Yeah, and I feel like being a girl sometimes, like you don't get the ball as much, even though, like they would, they would choose you. They'll choose like to pass to guys that are like not their experience that might have played like. I don't know, two games or three games versus they just don't want to pass to a girl. I feel like, yeah.
2: I agree with that. Yeah. Yes. I, like I see that happening a lot and they just pass people who are new to the game, uh, rather than, you know, people who are more experienced, but female.
0: Yeah. So, uh, well, so what do you think are the challenges of, for you playing basketball?
2: Wow, well, that's a good question. For me playing basketball, well, I think the, uh, the main challenge. It's just trying to like play up to what people expect of me because obviously I'm 6 foot three people think I'm gonna play really well. So if I underperform, then uh, obviously who will be very upset with me. So yeah, it's kind of it's kind of tough.
0: Yeah, because like I hear people like yell at you when you don't score every single basket and they okay. expect you to score every single basket just because you're tall. and like sometimes you miss against much smaller players. So like, what do you think? Do you think they should just like shut up about um all the criticism or what?
2: Uh, I think, you know, they they think so highly of me because I try to play to the best of my abilities. So if I don't go as hard as I possibly can, then that's when I play under what people expect. So I, I don't know. I just feel like I, I just need to practice more. And I should be able to make those.
1: But when you do your best uh, when you play, sometimes you injure very small people. Um, what do you think of that?
2: Oh, yeah, <clears throat> that's true. I mean, it's just part of the game. It happens, you know. You can't really avoid injury. Is Yeah, especially when I'm playing against people half my size. It's kind of tough.
0: Yeah, and I kind of get it because us as girls sometimes, um, it's it's a little uncomfortable when we play mixed basketball and boys they sometimes like touch like like if they touch like your chest or they touch your stomach or anything like that they get so uncomfortable and honestly i don't care as in unless it's intentional i don't really care And sports accidents happen Unless
1: i mean sometimes the boys feel very embarrassed but it's just sports i
2: feel like yeah that kind of guarding is just it comes naturally.
0: yeah like if you're guarding a player you're gonna touch them like it's fine unless it's intentional i don't really care like sometimes they feel so bad they'll apologize or keep apologizing even after the game and honestly the apologizing makes it worse yeah it's the apologizing is the uncomfortable part so yeah so what do you think about like all that about like the defense and um boys guarding girls and like when we're playing mixed basketball i feel like it's it's alright, because
1: sometimes us girls, we touch boys on accident as well. And we we do apologize. But sometimes if you keep apologizing, it just extends the the embarrassment. And
0: people remember it better. And it just gets yeah. really, really awkward. Like, if you push me by accident, and you say sorry, then I'm over it. Like, I, I'll just keep playing. I don't care. But if you keep saying sorry, then I'm keep, I'll have to keep like thinking about it. Yeah, thinking about it. So yeah, that's annoying. So, okay, moving on. So if we're talking about like sports, what would you say like motivates you the most to play your sport or to play any sport in particular?
1: Actually, it is my friends because without my friends, I actually don't play basketball. Like I'm not even joking. With Like there's no motivation, right? Sometimes remember, um, I think it was a month ago, we were practicing like every single day after school. Yeah. But then I think we stopped for a day and I just didn't practice basketball anymore. Until yeah, we had like games or soccer.
2: Me, yeah. I feel like it's just watching other people play and seeing them play so well. It just makes me feel like I could be better, and uh, I'm very competitive, so I'm always trying to improve and be better than everyone else.
0: Yeah, and like another point I was gonna make is that like what do you guys do when like because like for me sometimes I play a lot and I don't see any improvement and it it's kind of disappointing. So. How do you guys deal with that?
2: What I do is I kind of track my progress over maybe six weeks, let's say. I'm trying something new. And if it doesn't work, then it's time to move on to something. But generally, if you don't um, track your progress, then it can seem like you're not making progress, even though you are. It's just um, slowly. So yeah, that's what I do. I just track it, make sure that um, the first day, if if it's any difference from week six, you know, and then I can keep going, and I know it's going to work.
1: Yeah, so for you, Stella? Um, I think sometimes when you practice and you're not doing very well, maybe it's just a day or two, but then if you keep keep messing up and not doing well, you feel discouraged um, and not motivated. Um, Sometimes you just need to take a little time off basketball, Um, but then when you come back, I just make progress again.
0: And I think for sports generally, like um, for girls, especially if we practice the same amount of times that like if we spend the same amount of time on the sport as a, a guy and we do the same exact drills, like um, the rate that we improve is significantly slower than the boys. So sometimes we feel very discouraged, like because I've been playing since year six and I've seen guys that started playing like two weeks ago and they're a lot stronger than me. So they score a lot more points. And so it's kinda of discouraging, like, I don't know if you feel the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, um, how do you like deal with that? Like how do you like motivate yourself to even when like you're dealing with guys that start playing like very recently and are already like what you can call better than you, so like do you feel discouraged at all or I feel like sometimes it is I do, but um
1: I just choose to practice with people who are similar level um, first so if they're a little bit worse than you then you can test out moves on them and stuff but if they're a little bit better you can still learn from them and then that's how I keep improving instead of just having that mindset of oh they started later than me but they're so good already
0: yeah and I feel like generally just being like a girl playing basketball is already like huge because like like, sometimes, like, I'm expected to, like, I don't know, do ballet or, like, do gymnastics because, like, that's what I was forced to do when I was younger. And, like, I found a sport that I actually like, and that's, like, football and basketball. So I feel like it's very important to find, like, find the sport that you enjoy and to find the balance between your life and, like, when you should be um doing other things and when you should spend time on your sport and not to, like, overwork yourself.
2: Yeah, that's definitely important to that, you know yeah i agree with you
0: okay so um next um i wanted to talk about shooting slumps if you know what i mean and i don't think um will experiences a lot of shooting slumps because he doesn't shoot a lot just because he's tall and he mostly lives in the paint but um skyler and i were smaller players so we'll generally shoot more and we live around the semicircle, the three-point line so okay so what do you think like because I know you're experiencing like a similar one right now where like nothing is like really going for you so how do you like manage that and how do you like um keep it from like not discouraging you as much and to keep going honestly I haven't been practicing much um right
1: now so maybe that's why um I'm having a shooting time but uh, it also relates to injuries. I mean, sometimes you get injured and you don't, you don't get to practice. You don't get to spend time on basketball. Uh, and sometimes you call it you, you lose your shot, but it doesn't. I don't feel as dis- discouraged if if I lose my shot. I mean, I just try and get it back.
0: Yeah, like I was talking to you yesterday, and I think like the difference between like. Like what I told you yesterday, the difference between a good shooter and a bad shooter is that a good shooter keeps shooting even after they miss. And so I think the biggest part about getting better is just to to keep going. Like after you miss, just keep shooting because everyone's going to miss once in a while. You just have to keep shooting and to keep that confidence up. And sometimes you're going to have off days and during off days, you're just going to have to keep going and to keep shooting. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Will? How do you deal with your off days?
2: Um, I just feel like you need to always be practicing more. If you practice right and you keep doing it, then you'll definitely improve. So if you just keep going at it, then
0: there's no doubt that you'll succeed. Yeah. And, um, something else I want to talk about is that, um, I know you guys are like, uh, you guys have like mocks and GCSEs soon and we're, uh, we had like examinations, like these few weeks so how do you guys do with that because personally for me like I find it hard to adjust between like studying and like my own free time plus basketball and like balancing all three components in my life so how do you guys like manage all of that it's just balancing
1: between work and life um well obviously during exam week most people are focusing on um studying and I am too it's just that sports in general help me de-stress so if i just spend a bit of time on sports during exam week it really helps me um sometimes to not be as stressed
2: yeah i feel like you need to plan out what your definition of a like productive day is so that um you can get your studying done, and then you can focus on things that you want to do so that because otherwise you always feel like you're not doing enough so if you just put out This is what I'm going to do. This is what is going to be productive for me. That is, uh, that's all you need to do. And you will feel much more productive and you won't be so stressed about it.
1: Yeah, obviously grades are important, but your mental health is important as well. Yeah. Because if you're stressed, you can do nothing well or the best you can.
0: Yeah. And I feel like um, sometimes when you're too stressed, you can't even, like, you can't even function well. Like, the studying won't help. Like,
2: three the words of the page yeah yeah
0: like the last like um if my test is like this afternoon like there's no point in really like studying like the most i can do is like revise but then i can't really like i see people doing like last minute revision and sometimes they're just basically like shoving all the knowledge in their head and i just feel like doesn't really work because they're too nervous anyways and like especially like subjects like maths like at that point like You've done everything you can. Like, you can't really learn that much from, like, the last few hours before the exam. Like
2: Yeah, if you're revising, like, if you're at a point where you're revising right before the exam, where, like, you're learning new things right before the exam, you've already failed. There's, if you're learning new ways to, like, new formulas, things you didn't understand before, let's say, like, minutes before the exam, you already failed.
0: Yeah, like, it doesn't make sense to be revising at the end of the, like, at the end of like the entire um the entire like procedure and all of the mocks and everything just before the actual exam you're just like revising then I think like by the end the last few hours it's just like getting yourself mentally in that space in that um zone where you can perform well and where you're not too nervous you've got enough sleep and all that and not like shoving yourself with like more knowledge that you didn't know like 10 minutes ago I mean it's it's just obviously too late if you're learning new stuff five minutes or ten minutes before like the exam starts yeah so um the last thing like uh I want to talk about is how do you guys like um adjust like play do you guys have any preferences while like playing in school or like adjusting to playing outside of school or playing, like, in-school tournaments, inter-school tournaments, or, like, professional, not professional leagues, but, like, Com- um, competitive, like, sports outside of school and, like, in-school, like, how do you guys
2: uh, I think do with that? Yeah, you know, I prefer playing as, like, part of the school team, because uh, when you go against other, other teams, then you can really show, like, competitively, you can show how good you are. And, um, you know, playing in school is just very familiar, and it feels very I'm comfortable
1: I mean playing with other against other school teams you can see the difference between you and them Um, but at the same time when you play with people that you're familiar with they can give you advice on what you're like they know you better and they can give you advice on what you need to work on and what you're already doing well
2: but I think um, if you're playing like in a higher league especially division one there's bound to be people that are better than you and people that you can learn from and that's just how you can get better you just have to play with people that are better than you and you can um learn how they play and what they do and how they think
0: yeah and like speaking of that like how do you deal with like bad losses in basketball like um you can call it embarrassing but personally i don't think it's that embarrassing but if you're losing if it's like a blowout or you're losing by like a lot like how do you deal with that like because I know some people, they just tend to like give up or like just like real embarrassed. Yeah. They're feeling embarrassed, but like, well, how do you deal with that? Especially because you are individual
2: the one. Yeah. I'm very used to that. I think our team, we, most of our players just started this year. I think mm-hmm. there's about two or three players that have played for more than three or four years. I think we went on a seven loss streak and we won no games. So. Um, i don't know it's kind of tough but at the end you just have to realize that you just have to keep going and you have to uh try to improve and try to be better than you were last game and see how you how you failed and where you failed
0: yeah and i think like um uh playing in like a league sometimes i don't know if you've experienced it but um you might be in a team where you're like the worst player there or in a league where you're the worst team like for me, I've, um, a few years ago, I joined this basketball team where I was, like, the only girl there with, like, 30 other boys, and I was the worst one, not, like, I was the only girl, and I was also the worst player there, and it was kind of embarrassing, because some of them were a lot younger than me, but, you know, you just kind of, like, learn from it, even though I did, like, quit the team, like, a few months later, but I did give it a try, I just, like, figured out that wasn't, like, I just didn't feel like um I could continue playing there, but... I mean, Skylar, do you have, like, a similar experience?
1: I I don't think I joined an actual team. Um, no, I think outside I have. Outside of, outside school. of school, yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I was the worst, but I was definitely one of the worst players in the team. Uh, I had this really, really goofy form, uh, shooting form, and I could not dribble at all. And how long ago was this? I think it was when I first started basketball and... Uh, yeah and when, when, when mom wants me to join like i don't know some some random basketball team outside of school, but I think a year ago i was i switched to like another a new a new team outside of school and I figured that I did improve uh throughout when i was when um when I was in the first team that I joined, I improved because I learned stuff from people who were better than me, and that did not discourage me so
2: yeah, same with me as well. Because when I first started, everyone had already been playing for um, at least a year. So um, I even like just six months ago, I was still chess passing to shoe.
0: and
2: Hes- I, I shoot.
0: Yeah, yeah. Continue. I
2: had really terrible um, knowledge of the game. Yeah. But being with people who were more experienced, they taught me how to play better, and they encouraged me to use proper form and use my brain more. But if I had hang out with people who do the same as I did, just pass to the rim, yeah. then I would I probably never have improved, and I probably would have been stuck in the stump forever.
0: Yeah, and like yesterday we were talking about like how do you get better at basketball? Because one of our friends asked how we get better at basketball. So I think it's like a huge process. But like Will, you had some really good advice. So do you want to share that?
2: Uh, I just told him to you should watch. Uh, professional players and see like let's say you're looking at uh jokic you should look at how he creates space or how he he gets to the rim you should see each time you watch a game look at the highlights and look at how they're moving the footwork for example or how they're how you might think they're looking for what they're looking for and each time just um look for a different aspect in the player's game if you're looking for maybe If you're trying to improve your dribbling, uh, look at some better dribblers like Kyrie. Uh, Just see how they they dribble and what they're doing. And if you keep focusing on a specific part game, then that's how you improve. You can't just expect to improve by just watching.
0: Yeah. And I think for me, the most important thing that, like, I, I told my friends, like, if they start playing basketball, like, the easiest thing you can do to just, like, um like just uh, improving basketball is to just is to just like fall in love with the game like fall in love with playing it fall in love with like nba i don't know but like because when you like the game naturally like your entire life would be would revolve around it like your schedules would be adjusted to the point where um you're just like um talking about like when you're gonna train when are you gonna like play for fun and then um, when you turn on your laptop, the first thing you'll see is like basketball. And if you go to YouTube, it'll be basketball videos. If you go on Instagram, it will also be basketball reels. So yeah, like if you just like fall in love with the game, then your entire life would basically be revolved around it, and naturally, you you'll be you won't be able to escape from it. And you just like if your if your life is if everywhere you go, you see basketball, naturally, you're going to get inspired. And naturally, you're going to get better.
1: Yeah, because if you don't like something, there's no point in playing that sport. Cause...
2: Like, there's no reason to get better if you don't want to get better. Like, what's the point in trying to get better if you don't even want to play?
0: Yeah, and, like, talking about that, I actually want to know, like, what are your reasons for playing basketball? To get better. To get better? Yeah. Like, why? Do you want to get to a point where, like... Do you just see, like, no end in sight? You just want to keep going until you're really, really, really good? Or yeah. Can... <laughs> like that? Yeah. Yeah. And well,
2: Oh, I place, because I'm, I'm really competitive. I want to win. And I want to...
1: Yeah, but also different. for the school team as well. Sometimes when you're playing against other schools and you, when you're playing in a team, you really want to beat the other
0: schools. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, before ending this, I want to talk about, like, I want to end this in like a happier, more casual note. So let's talk about the NBA or the WNBA or basketball in general. I don't know because Skyler doesn't watch as much basketball, but I know Will and I, we both watch a lot. So Will, do you want to start off? Like do you have a favorite team, do you have a favorite player or like what are your thoughts generally?
2: Uh, Yeah, I support uh, support Giannis and the Bucs just... (laughs) He's just, I don't know, he's just such a good person and yeah. its he's so easy to fall in love with. Um, so fortunate that they lost the Heat, but yeah. the Heat could win the chip, so we'll see. Yeah. Maybe they lost to the best. Yeah.
0: Um, For me, I, I started watching in year six, but I wasn't really obsessed back then, but I started watching and I think about sports. I just, you just kind of like look at a team and they just choose it and then you spend your rest of your life supporting that and I chose the Lakers I don't really know why I just liked the colors I guess in year six I liked purple and I thought it was cool so I chose the Lakers and so I still support them now but yeah they're not doing the best but they did pretty well from being like nearly out of the playoffs this year to going up to the conference finals like yeah yeah, no that was embarrassing but it was fine like it just happened really fast getting sweeped by the Nuggets but they won like a series against the Warriors, so I'm fine with that. Yes. You? Scattered, do you watch the NBA or WNBA or anything like that? I think I do. Sometimes.
1: Sometimes. I stay up and watch it with you. Sometimes. Yeah, when I force you sometimes, to. Sometimes, yeah. But it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, but it's it's cool. Cool. It honestly depends on my friends. So, like, if I hang out with you, that I'm supporting who you support. <laughs> i just joking. But no,
0: I don't. Yeah, like when I wake you up at 3 a.m. to watch football on <laughs> the school night. I'm just yeah. like, what is this? Who's this yeah. team? I don't even know football, but yeah, I have played football a lot less, but then I watch football a lot more because I've had like a special connection to my team since I was in like year two or year three, since front <laughs> of me for so 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 many years, and yeah, I, it's like all I can ever watch, but yeah. So last thing I want to talk about, um, scatter. What are your thoughts on the WNBA? It's really funny how what negative 10 10 billion 10 billion yeah they're losing money currently not great but yeah like i feel like um (laughs) yeah like they talk about um the nba how the nba should donate to the wnba but then like in my opinion it's a bit stupid because they're already donating and like they just have to play at a higher level or they have to find ways like because ultimately the WNBA is a business they have to find ways to um profit from it to keep the players from playing yeah and like I watched the news of a few days ago and one of the biggest news were like um how they should think of like an expansion because they don't have enough teams because like players are getting drafted just to get waived like what do you think about that in the NBA? WNBA. WNBA. No, I don't watch WNBA. i oh No, what do you think about the news of like, do you think they should um, expand because there are not enough players, not enough teams to host all the players that are getting drafted?
2: Uh, I think they should make money first and then think about expansion.
0: Yeah, how do they do that though? Because I'm going to make money. Yeah, were... I heard about them like, because basically they just have to make more profit by getting more um people to watch the WNBA. So how do they do that? Because I've heard about like I'm dropping the rim down so they can dunk. And I've heard about like, um, lowering, like.
2: Yeah. Shaq's a yeah. a big advocate for making the three point, Is a three point mine yeah. closer Yeah. something like that.
0: They're already using a size six ball. Yeah. Like they're using a size six ball. It's a lot easier because naturally like, lighter biologically points. we're uh, genetically very different from boys and ultimately we're not as strong. But sometimes if you look at like the WNBA low lights They are pretty low and like me as a girl and I'm a huge advocate for like women's sport, but sometimes I'm watching this where I'm just like, Oh, what the hell are they trying to do? But like, ultimately I think like the the WNBA does like inspire girls in general, but then the business itself, like they're not doing good enough. And obviously like, I think WNBA has been here for like what, 26 years. Um, the NBA has been here for a lot longer mm-hmm. and so i think there's a difference between like i don't know in 50 years the WNBA might be in some in another place that's like doing a lot better like yeah. earning a lot more money having a lot more viewers so yeah what like do you um what do you think about like?
2: i think the WNBA 3.9 should be closer to maybe a uh, high school 3.9 mm-hmm. um cuz right now it's kind of tough for people to make highlights from the three and it's really tough um just like the biological differences and yeah I think the rim maybe like nine for six I think those two changes can really make it more interesting and the highlights much more better and ultimately drive more traffic to the business
0: and like I think um male players like um like for Will I don't know but a lot of boys have dreams of making it into the NBA. I don't know if you ever think about that, but a, a lot of boys do think about it. But then girls, a lot less, especially girls that play basketball. Like, Of course, I've thought about making it to the WNBA, but it's not realistic for me. And But then for boys, like even if they lived in the other side of the world from the NBA, they still think about making it to the NBA. And it's the same thing because like when boys think about the NBA, they think about making lots of money, being super famous, having people coming up to them signing their shirts and stuff but WNBA you don't think about that you think about barely making enough to like live in like um an urban city you think about like not um having like a lot of fans and stuff like that because that's what they were made out to be so i don't know like do you think about making it to the WNBA or like i feel like it's mostly
1: girls when we say like oh what's your what's your dream In terms of basketball, it's always like, oh, we want to beat the other school team. We want to beat the other school. It's not like a global international thing. It's always, oh, the other team is a bit better, but we're going to beat them. We're going to train, we're going to practice, and we're going to get better and beat them. And that's literally it.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've obviously thought about going to NBA, but obviously it's not realistic. (laughs) Um, I'm not tall enough. Uh, And it's just... It's just not feasible for me.
0: Yeah. Because like playing in Hong Kong, you, you can be like center because you're like in Hong Kong, you're considered tall, but if you go to like the US, you'll be playing as a guard or like a small forward at best because their players are a lot taller, but then yeah, you can adjust to it. If you ever do try and go to US to play basketball. Um, yeah. Do you have anything to add? No? Skeller. No. Okay. So, um. As usual, before we end this, I would like to remind you please reach out for help if you need it. Please talk to a trusted adult if you're feeling down or unwell. You can also call crisis hotlines. And if you're in an emergency, please call your local emergency services. Of course, you can talk to me for a chat or for some advice, but I'm not trained and not professional. So I would suggest talking to an adult or a professional in this area first. Please do not hesitate to seek help. Before we finish this, I would like to say thank you all for listening. And if you're listening on Spotify, you can add your suggestions, feedback in my Instagram bio. And um, also, I've started to share some tips and sharing some updates on my website and my newsletter. So please subscribe to that if you still haven't. And um, lastly, I have started preparing for an episode where I would read out confessions. Like I started a few months ago. So yeah, if you have anything you want to add to that, go to my website and you'll see it on one of those tabs. Yeah, that's it. And the last thing I want to talk about is that if you ever think about um, going on my podcast like this or um going on one of my guest episodes, it's also on my website and you can sign a form and I will reach out to you uh through email. So yeah, um I hope that helps. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you listen to my other episodes and hope you have an awesome day.